You have kids in the uh, public school system at all? I got two. I got uh, one in high school, uh, one in grade eight. Uh, and it has been so fantastic to see them both back in class, in person learning. Both are doing well, uh, making up for some lost education in the last year when things were not great. And now we have Omicron here. We have the notice from the TDSB. Uh, and this has happened in a bunch of other school boards as well where they say, yeah, maybe maybe take your shoes home with you. Maybe just actually, you know what, take everything home with you when you're done on Friday. And by the way, here are five, five free rapid tests as well. This as we watch the case counts go up. And yes, we hear from the modeling that schools should be able to remain open. We hear from the chief medical officer of health that schools should be the last closed, the first to reopen, but then we also hear we hope, quote-unquote, hope to be able to keep schools open as long as possible. To talk more about what possibly is coming in January, I'm pleased to welcome back to the program Kathy Abraham, who is the president of the Ontario Public School Boards Association. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Alan. How are you today? I'm I'm pretty well. Well, look, I'm I'm like a lot of people. I'm sort of you know, between not wanting to listen and then really kind of down about what the news is and the fact that it's coming our way, whether we like it or not. Okay. But let's let's talk about school boards and how they can possibly prepare. I mean, what kind of messaging are you getting from the Ministry of Education about what's going to happen in January? Well, we haven't received any official messaging about what's going to happen in January. And I would, I would think that, um, I mean, it, it is still three weeks or four weeks away almost. Uh, and I would think that um, as we get closer, we'll know more. You know, school boards, uh, w- listen, we, there's a, the conversation went kind of like this. They really should need to take everything home because what happens if things go crazy, which they appear to be doing with Omicron? You know, it's, uh, you know, I, I've been listening to the news the same as everybody else. I share your feelings of frustration and disappointment and all that. But it, that's the reality that we're, we're living with Omicron. So the school board, we're saying, uh, what are we going to do? What happens if the best thing we can do is the just-in-case planning? And for the students, just-in-case planning means take your stuff home and we, uh, we don't want to be, but what happens if we're online on January 4th? It would be a heck of a lot easier for everybody involved if uh, you already have your, your things at home, your, your Chromebooks or, you know, whatever, your, your technology, uh, then have to have a school of two, three, four, five hundred, a thousand come in and do it. So that's, that's I think it's just prudent planning, and it's just, uh, it's one of those things that's like getting car insurance that you hope you never really need to use it. Yeah, the, the difficulty is, and, it, and I don't mean specifically with, you know, taking on backpacks and spare shoes, is that once we do that, once we're ready for it, then, you know, it's easier to actually pull the trigger on it. And, and I understand that that might be necessary. I, one thing that popped out to me and, and I thought about was, you know, the elimination of these squirrely semesters that they have right now, especially for, right. uh, for high school. Um, obviously, if we're learning from home, it's not going to be a big deal. But, you know, a number of school boards had said, well, we're going to go back to a, you know, a full semester. Is, you think that's on hold, too? Um, you know, that's, all, that's part of conversations, I'm sure, that, that are taking place. Um, we haven't been told by the ministry to put a halt to the return to regular semesters. Uh, but we, when you're planning for these things, I mean, you know, as, as, with as much as we've learned so far, unfortunately, is a lot. Uh, that's part of the conversation. What happens if? 
And uh, we do know that semesters, uh, regular semesters, you know, all the, all the reasons why we supported it back before Omicron was a thing, um, it, it is better. It, the quadmesters has been a challenge for some. I know there are some that have uh, thrived under it, but for most, it's not been a great thing. So it is part of the conversation. The other thing that we've been, we're, the other piece of information that we're being told as school boards is that schools are not, it sounds like schools are the problem, but schools are not really the problem. What's happening in schools where there's cases, when they do contact tracing, they know that it's happening in the community, that they're getting it in the community, on the soccer, indoor soccer team, on the hockey team, on the, you know, they've been somewhere, and that's where they're getting it and bringing it to the school, and that's where, that, that's how it gets to the school. Uh, relatively speaking, it is, schools are safer than being just in a large crowd out in the neighborhood. And so that, I believe that's one of the reasons why you haven't seen any big move away from, uh, you know, the, the congregating in classrooms and the, and the schools being open and uh, regularly open. Uh, listen, I'm not an epidemiologist. I'm not a statistician. I'm not any of those things. I'm, I, I, I take that uh, from them because they are the, the leaders in these things. They're the, they're the people that should know. But that's what we are continually told, and which is part of the reason why the uh, um, last out, first in piece. Uh, kids uh, in a school are, are probably safer than just uh, out in public and at the arena, with, you know, because, you know, there's a lot of more control over the mask wearing. There's a lot more control over the hand washing, all of those things. So I, I think what's happening and again, I'm guessing, <laughs> I think what's happening now with the ministry is that they're really trying to uh, make sure that we can keep kids in school as much as possible. It, it is so important for those kids to be, you said it yourself, about your own children being back in classroom and, and the difference it has made for them. And we know that to be true for almost every student. And uh, it's so important that we find ways to keep them in school. I'm speaking with Kathy Abraham, president of the Ontario Public School Boards Association. I got both fingers crossed that they go back in January. I think pretty much all parents are. Hope is not a strategy. I, I take your point. You're not an epidemiologist. You're not a scientist. But if you're at a cocktail party over the holiday season, probably shouldn't be. But if you were, uh, you were going to be asked, what do you think? Are kids going back on time? What would you say? Um. Really, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, when I listen, I listen to the news and, and the reports like everybody else does, and, and all I keep thinking is, you know, all of those people out there that can get their kids vaccinated, you know, again, we're looking at the numbers in schools, and a lot of them are the 5- to 11-year-olds or the kids that are just now able to get vaccinated. Please, please, please get your children vaccinated. Please go get your third booster like, as soon as you're able to do it. And do all of those things. Because if keeping kids in school is important to you, then it's important enough to do all of those things that we should be doing. Um, I won't be at any cocktail parties. I mean, even uh, as of today, I, I'm kind of talking to my mom this morning. And my mom's 78 years old. And I live in Newcastle, Ontario. She lives in Brampton. And we're going, mm, okay, what are we going to do about Christmas? We'll get some rapid tests. We will test everybody, my, my, my family aunt, before she comes. Because we don't, we just don't know, and that will probably be the only social thing I do over Christmas. And I would suggest it's probably the prudent thing for most people. And trust me when I tell you, it does not make me happy. I miss my friends. I miss being able to do the social things that we've always done. 
But what I really would like to see happen is that we get to the end of this. And the only way we're going to do it is by doing all of those things. Like, you know, don't go see the Raptors play, even though, you know, they're kind of exciting. And don't go to the restaurant and, you know, all those things. Kathy, appreciate your time today. Please take care. Yeah, you too. Happy holidays. Kathy Abraham is the president of the Ontario Public School Boards Association. Don't know. I don't think anybody knows whether or not the kids are going back, despite the assurances and the, well, you know, last to close, first to reopen. Doesn't look like we need a lockdown. Doesn't look like we need to close schools. I don't think that that is taking much worry off of any parent's shoulders.